pro wrestling talk from the four corners of parts unknown. This is That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. It's another That Wrestling Podcast Extra with Brian. And we're welcoming back to the show uh, a gentleman that we spoke to just a, a little under a year ago. So we kind of wanted to catch up. It's been a minute. He's had a, a lot of cool stuff happen to him uh, professionally. So we want to talk a little bit about that and just what's been happening in the world of wrestling this past year of really since summer of 2021 through here we are now, you know, spring of 22 uh, has been insane. So we're going to wrap about all that and much, much more. Uh, we all welcome to the show, Jason Jones. Jason, welcome, my friend. Thanks for uh, coming back on with us. No problem. No problem. Like I said, a lot has gone on. Yes. <laughs> a lot has gone on in the last almost year. It's wild. Well, we'll try to keep it timely. There's a lot, a lot to discuss. <laughs> we, we could be going off on tangents here. We'll try to stay focused. Um, you're, you're prepared just like last time. We always wear wrestling shirts on the podcast with what are you wearing? Why don't you share what you are repping for us? The needle mover. Like it. Like it. I haven't gotten my God Mode shirt in yet, nor have I gotten my mid-MJF shirt yet. So, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of the the God mode one. I thought tried too hard. I like what you got better, the, <laughs> the Roman styles. But See, if they hadn't, if they just put a put God mode, yeah, it would. But you know, when they tried to put great, you know, the whole, I'm like, no, just put God mode. Right. He didn't say. He said, "I'm in God mode." Yeah, yeah. Simple that have, that, to me, that would have hit a little bit better. But you know, I'm a big mark now for all the Roman Reigns shirts. So. Yeah, yeah, the, and the bloodline one of like the the black and white and with all the guys with Usos and Paul, like that's fantastic. Yeah, so. yeah that was my that was my Christmas shirt. Me and my okay. three boys all did that. We all had bloodline shirts. Oh, you're kidding? Okay, okay. So that was our that was we took a picture with all of us with the with the one finger up. <laughs> all right, try to when you have a moment, try to remember to send that to me. I want to okay. see if we can throw that out there. That's awesome. Uh, I am repping classic Macho Man. I just I was reading up on uh, when it was you guys at the Athletic doing your WrestleMania preview, and that was fun going over your expectations and kind of first memories. Which the Killer Bees, I'm like, yeah, we talked about that from our last interview, so that was fun. And you just talked about some of your favorites. So Macho Man was the easy one that I know you had said. So I'm, I'm repping mm -hmm. the the yeah. classic. This is like wrestling fan starter pack of shirts, right? Oh, like, yeah, you gotta have one of those. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how that's how I'm rolling today. Um, so yeah, let's talk a little bit just about what's been up with you professionally because when I had you on, I, I want to say it was maybe in June of, of 2021. We talked Sacramento Kings and, and the pod was doing its thing, and there's been some changes with that and just your role at the athletic too. So just what's happening with all that? Okay. Well, since then I'm no longer covering the Kings. I've kind of shifted to this. Uh, I don't know what you call it sometimes. Like I help with our news department in terms of getting things on the, on the web quick. And then I'm kind of in this NBA feature slash culture, which basically culture is basically anything that doesn't fall into a nice little neat sports you know, pocket or even beyond sports. And I'm, I'm writing about movies, music. Like I said, we're getting wrestling on the site now. We're doing all, you know, so I have my kind of, you know, we did a big thing with the Super Bowl halftime show. Ooh, you know, that that's still one of our all-time most, in terms of web hits, one of our biggest ones of all time for the company. Sure. 
you know, I mean, let me talk about the music I grew up on all, you know, so yeah, there was, I'm doing a little bit of everything, you know, uh, I still do my like every now and then in you know King's podcast, for whatever reason, people still like to hear me talk about the King. <laughs> can't shake that, you know, and then I do, I still have my little kind of, like I said, my wrestling thing is more for fun. And lately I've been having my son on there with me and let him just be the star and talk, talk, talk. And I, I kind of play the moderator while my son just, you know, he's 13 and he just goes, he just goes, goes, goes. I'm like, Hey, calm down, little Jay. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. So that's kind of what's going on. You know, we, 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 we've turned, you know, they're not called pay-per-views, I guess they're what premium live, whatever they're called, but right. We turn those into always an opportunity to talk about it, you no, know, whatever. And we only recap night one because night two was on a school night. He had to go to bed. Right, right. Sunday night. Sunday night. So I was like, I can't keep you up all night for this yeah. one. You know, but yeah. So yeah, we have fun with it, you know, and I have fun with it. It's it's been fun to kind of see even the company embrace more wrestling content. Yes. You no, know, and realize I wasn't the only one in the company who cared. You know, we did a live blog for WrestleMania. I think I was the only one who wasn't in Texas for it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, because t- I think three of our guys who were on there, they all live out there. Sure. So, you know, it doesn't cost the company. They, have to, they don't have to put them up in a hotel or anything. So it works out for them. And I just was contributing from home. And, you know, I think because I was watching on TV, you know, on TV I had a different perspective or view than what they had live. So that was yeah, a lot yeah. of fun. That's great. That's cool. The athletics embracing that, you know, I think there's, there's always a little corner. I remember a couple of years ago when, when ESPN started incorporating things and you'd see, you know, like a Charlotte flair, come on, like first mm-hmm. take or these shows. And it's like, Whoa, that's different. And what, you know, covering sports just so straight. And so it's cool that the athletics having that little, little corner there for something big like WrestleMania for you guys to contribute to. Yeah, they even let I guess, ESPN let Stephen A. Smith get that Triple H interview. And, right, right. You know, and he's talking, you know, even though I think we all kind of knew he wasn't going to wrestle again, that kind of became the news of him saying on there that he wasn't going to, you know, wrestle again. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's that I, I like that it's, you know, that you kind of see the, you know, there was a time in the journalism world where, you know, if you liked wrestling, you were kind of shunned. Like, right. you like what? You know, but I always tell people it's funny how for so many folks who don't watch wrestling, when I wear a wrestling shirt in public, everyone knows what I'm wearing. <laughs> yeah, right. So for, for something that no one knows about, like everyone knows who Roman Reigns is. For someone, you know, wrestling's not cool. I haven't watched since the days of The Rock. Oh, that's Roman Reigns. That's The Rock. I'm like, I thought you didn't watch anymore. So that's always fun. But, you know, it's a. Uh, you know, I got to take the kids a few months ago. SmackDown was in uh, was in Northern California, so we got to do that. Nice. Actually, I got to my birthday present was uh, floor seats at Monday Night Raw. Oh wow! Right on. Yeah. So got to introduce my girlfriend to pro wrestling up close, and she was like, "Oh my, they're so! I didn't know they were so big." I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> I think the guy because back then Big E was still the champion. What threw off about yeah. Big E was he's not tall. Right. She, was, she right. was like, oh, my, she's like, he's humongous. But he's, I'm like, yeah, I know I'm way taller than him. But she yeah. was just like, I can't, you know. And then she, she like, fell. She, she, like, became the biggest Bianca Belair fan off the bat. And, you know, she got to see Montez's frog splash. She's like, oh, oh. my God. Yeah. You know, she got to, then she ended up ordering her a Charlotte Flair shirt. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All so right. I'm like, you know, slowly integrating her and, in, you know, into it. And so, yeah, it, it's been a lot of fun, you know, with the change without traveling anymore the way I did before. I can watch almost everything now. Yeah. Before it would be like, I'm on, I got a game tonight. So I would like binge like three shows, like on a, on a random Wednesday afternoon when there was no practice. Right. But now I'm kind of watching everything in real time and watching the changes with NXT. Just, you know, all that stuff, you know, watching AEW, you know, you know, I'm just kind of just getting my full, my full fill of everything wrestling wise and slowly integrating it into, you know, work more. So I think, yeah. I think back then, I think in 2020, my first wrestling story was about talk to Sean Spears about wrestling with no fans. Because, oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Because the NBA was going to have games with no fans at that point. And just about. You know, remember at that point, Sean was like outside, you know, in the in the audience gambling and betting on matches. <laughs> That's right. That was really early player. in the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. He really didn't have a real role, like a real role. And he, when I asked him about it, he said, you know what? I may not be in the ring a lot, but me being on TV doing that, that's TV time. Yeah. I've got to make the most of whatever time I get. So now he's, you know, in the middle, you know, in the middle of a you know, pretty big, you know, storyline. Yeah. 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 That's, oh, that's, that's a great point. And I'll, it's not a bad lead into my, my first question of wrestling for this past year was because this was being held off uh, from when it came out uh, until crowds returned. And I'm talking about the return of CM Punk when he debuted in AEW this past summer. And then later on in the summer, uh, really at the what Labor Day weekend, uh, Brian Danielson debuts for AEW, two huge acquisitions to mm-hmm. help boost the profile of AEW, you know, with being these former WWE stars. Um, what were your reactions when the, these debuts happened and how do you feel that they've done so far in AEW? I was, I was excited to see CM Punk back. I was a big CM Punk fan. I think in terms of all my shirt collections, I had more CM Punk shirts than anybody. Which is saying a lot because I had a bunch of rock shirts and stone, but I had more, more CM Punk. Than, like, I, I always liked him because, he was to me like the superstar who was more was relatable because he doesn't he didn't look like he was a big workout guy like yeah. a regular guy but his whole thing was work and the mic and he could you know so I was I was that was cool and I liked the fact that he came back but he wasn't like I'm back I got to be the champion yeah. I got to yeah. be the star of the show I like how they use him that you know he does wrestle on TV but he's not wrestling for the title you know he's you know I think that MJ you know of all that, that MJF uh, punk line storyline might have been one of the best ones in the last two or three years. It's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, when you're able to integrate, you you know, real life, you know, you know MJF's real life frustration, like why did you like, you quit on me? To you know, and then kind of the way they you know, kind of old school. You leading up to their matches, they didn't like touch each other. There was no like, let's put them in a six man, you know. Right. They it was like old school, like, and I think that's one thing I have like about the the last couple of years. You're seeing kind of that thing where when the champion wrestles, it's a big deal. It's like we don't need to see the champion on TV every week, you know, you know, in terms of in a match, right? You know, I mean, I enjoyed that, you know. I've been and then when you know with Danielson, I think we all kind of saw that coming. Yes. Yo, you know, because in a lot of ways, 
you know, their style in AEW fits what he what he came up doing. You know, so but I don't, you know, then, you know, Adam Cole ends up there and all that. And I just I guess my only thing was like I said, I hope they, you know, that's why I, I like MJF so much. That's yeah. like the, he's theirs. You know, I don't feel like I'm watching like some a version of WWE with like in, in low def TV. It's like <laughs> I'm like, have <laughs> I seen some of these before? Or, you know, you know, I've seen these exact same factions just, you know, on USA. So I, I like that. I, I have like that. You know, I, I say I like that. You know, Danielson's there. I like this new thing they're doing with him and Moxley and Regal. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I like. I mean, I like. There's actually some diversity in choices now. You know, I love WWE, but I think having something else you can look at. You know, and so then when you debut a guy, I think a lot of. I mean, I think a lot of WWE fans hadn't watched other promotions. So maybe they didn't get why it was a big deal when AJ Styles arrived. Right. So now, you know, because this is on, you know, major TV, if and when MJF shows up there, and I think of anybody, it's like inevitable that he has to be in WWE at some point. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I, think, I think he's tailor-made, you know, he even had the promo that people called him Miz. What's that call him? The Miz. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, a less famous Miz, but you know, he has everything that you could see him. I could see him at some point with Vince. It's kind of like what I think what Kevin Nash said. He told Eric Bischoff years ago, he said, At some point, you're going to work for Vince and you're going to be amazed you beat him all those weeks when you realize the machine he has over there. So I'm, in, I'm enjoying all of it. I mean, there have been things I've seen that came on that I didn't like so much, but hey, no, you know, but yeah, I've been, I'm enjoying it. You take the good with the bad, but yeah. yeah, there's there's so much and there's so much good uh really across the board in the wrestling landscape. Um and we kind of extension on that first question about punk and Danielson, you know, as, as a byproduct of the WWE releases, AEW's had just so many new men and women enter the company, uh, like Ruby Soho, Adam Cole. Uh, Fish and O'Reilly, um, Swerve Scott, Tony Storm, Keith Lee. It's been it's been kind of a running gag on our podcast that whenever a new guy debuts, like Samoa Joe, right? He just mm-hmm. he just came over. Um, yeah. There's been a running gag that we always say, "Hey, sign more guys, keep signing them." So, mm-hmm. wanted to get your thoughts. Like, do you <laughs> do you think AEW should tone it down when it comes to signing all these free agents? Or are you loving it? I love it, but I also think you know. You know, it's kind of like when I looked at when they have Cole and Danielson at the same time, it's like, can we at least space it out? Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay, we get it. You know, you can't pass up a Jeff Hardy if you're going to, if you already have Matt, you know, but right. do they have to come right. out wearing the same Hardy stuff? Yeah. I was like, come on, we've seen this. We've seen this. We literally saw this a couple of years ago. So, you know, I mean, I like, I, I like the fact that I can still see Keith Lee on TV, you know. I do like that part of it, but like I said, for me, the thing for them is going to be, how do you make these wrestlers unique in their own? I mean, Ruby Riot to Ruby Soho. Okay. Oh, you changed the last name. Is this NXT where you're just going to promote people and just change their last name now? Like, you know, <laughs> you know obviously Keith Lee is going to be Keith Lee, but it's like, can we just get some, you know, I, you know, I just, it almost feels like you're just building off what Vince gave you. Which is not bad. I mean, to me, it's smart for them. You've got recognizable names. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, you have to build, you have to take advantage of that. But I, I definitely I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, maybe not they don't sign everybody, you know, but I think the, the, the people they've gotten, you know, made sense. Keith Lee made sense. Obviously, you don't pass on Adam Cole, Riley, yeah. or Phil, you don't pass on them. You know, Swerve is an easy one, yes, you know. Yes. So, I mean, I, they've, they've hit, you know, you don't pass on Samoa Joe. And I right. think maybe with the, with the Ring of Honor and thing they're doing with that, maybe it becomes a thing where those guys, some of those that they are, or women they bring in, maybe you use that to kind of keep Ring of Honor going. You know, especially with guys like Joe and Colt, guys who have a, a history of Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah, I think that could be an outlet for that. And that was, you know, almost seems like a bit of a, a life preserver because of all these guys that they've been signing. It's like you, you have a two-hour dynamite, mm. you have a one-hour rampage, and they have these occasional specials. There's this battle of the belts that I see that's happening on Saturday. So I'm just like, how are you going to find the TV time? How are you exactly. going to release these people, right? So yeah. with Ring of Honor, maybe they can at least mix in, you know, some of these guys and girls that aren't being featured prominently on their main show. So that may be the 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 benefit, you know, that of, of having such a large roster. Yeah, I would hope so because yeah. I mean, Raw is three hours by itself. That's the that's the totality right. of all their of their television program. You know, and yeah, so completely, yeah. In one way, it's good because that means maybe you can't oversaturate. You can't put you know Punk on both shows, right. leading right. off. You know, maybe it, it can't. You know, and it probably in terms of the schedule, I'm sure the wrestlers don't mind knowing they don't have to fulfill the same amount of time. You know, but I think you know that the, the Ring of Honor. You still got other. You still got Impact out there. I was reading the other day that you know, in terms of travel, guys will be able to go back to Japan again. Yeah, more regularly. I think you're going to have, you know, you got guys like Cardona who has created a whole new career, you know, who basically said, you know, WWE prepared me for this. I, you know, so you, you bring them in, they already know about the, the main camera. They know how to play, play things up. And it, it, I think it, it makes everyone better. I think, I really think in the end, we all win as fans because we can still, you know, it's not a thing now, like when I was a kid where a guy gets let go, we never see the guy again, like what happened to him? Right, right. Yeah, now that we've come out, you know, at least fully operational from the pandemic, you know, at first when those cuts happen, right, at the beginning of the pandemic, you're like, oh gosh, there's nowhere for these guys and girls really to go. Mm-hmm. But now now things are opening up and, and yeah. everything is, is, you know, a lot better of a landscape for everything involved. So on the flip side, Cody Rhodes makes his return to WWE at WrestleMania. And this is the first defect from AEW. And everybody, of course, just shocked considering he was a founding member of the company. Mm -hmm. Uh, Are you a fan of Cody? Did you enjoy him in AEW? And how shocked when you heard the news that he was leaving AEW and, of course, debuted at WrestleMania or re-debuted, I guess. Yeah, I was shocked in the sense that, like you said, he was a founder. He was one of the original pieces. And he essentially left WWE because he just didn't like what they were doing with him, right. And he was going to prove to everyone that what he really was. I mean, he wasn't stardust. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, and I can say, I give him major props because he really did what people thought he couldn't do. They were like, you're not a main eventer. You're a main car. You're a mid card guy. You're gold dust, little brother. You're the youngest roads, you know, all yeah. these kind of dismissive ways to look at him. 
you know, but, you know, he had the intercontinental title, which is, you know, which traditionally had been the workers title. Right. So you, you know, I don't know what it is now because they never let the Intercontinental or U.S. champion win a match. <laughs> you know, Poor Ricochet. Poor Ricochet. Yeah, I was like, just, you know, it's a whole different discussion yeah. about, you know, put the belt on him and Apollo Crews. They never get to win anymore. Right. <laughs> now Apollo's on main event. <laughs> right. Exactly. He was at WrestleMania a year ago. Now he's on main event. But, you know, hey. Tough, you know, tough. but I think that when we look at what Cody the, I mean, to me, what was big about that was the crowd reaction. Yeah. I mean, we all knew it was going to be Cody. They kind of trolled us because, you know, with the, with the lights. Yeah. You know, like, like, oh, I said, I know it's not the fiend. I know that's not the, you know, they <laughs> yeah. trolled us, you know, especially with the Instagram post where he had, hey, I'm in Dallas. And I was like, could they really pull a fast one? You know, but I think the reaction kind of showed that Cody, Cody won. It's like he came back, which doesn't always happen with, with WWE. He came back a bigger star than he left. Right. And he did that without ever putting the main belt of AEW on himself. You know, he never put the belt. He, he, he never put the world title on himself. He came back a bigger star. Yeah. And he came back such a big star that, you know, normally when a guy comes back, They've got to put their touch on him. They're going to change his music. You got to wear different ring gear. He came back as the per the the character and the wrestler he built. Yeah, you American know, he nightmare. came back as the American Nightmare. That wasn't a WWE creative thing. That was him. And to me, the ovation to that, the way his shirts were selling, I was like to me that was just cool. That was great validation. And he bet on himself, and then he won. And I could see. I could legit see in down the road a guy like Matt Cardona returning as Matt Cardona and not as Zack Ryder, you know, with the same type of thing. I could see, you know, I can kind of foresee because the way this business is, everyone comes back at some point. It feels like so I can see I think Cody gave a great blueprint of what can happen when you bet on yourself and you do the work and you believe in yourself. A lot of people thought he was crazy. Like, you don't leave. Oh, yeah. you don't you don't leave WWE to go to the independence to prove something, but it worked. Yeah. Yeah. He, he pulled it off completely. Everything you said, I, I completely agree with. I don't know if you saw any, he's done a number of podcasts and uh, media interviews afterward. Mm-hmm. And he said in the negotiations with Vince and, and Nick Khan that he basically said, it's gotta be me. I, I can't, I can't be doing stardust. You know, it's gotta be me in this presentation and apparently what he said was Vince said, well, if it isn't broke. So that was the sign of respect that he showed of Cody for what he had been pulling off at AEW and, and the Indies prior. And it's interesting because he says, well, if it isn't broke. And on the flip side, you've got all these NXT guys and girls, like you said, who they come up and they get different names and on Raw SmackDown. And Ooh, like, I, oh, I, how does that play out? But maybe yeah, I have for the last you cannot explain Butch to me. <laughs> I'm My not going to try it. He looks silly with that hat. He has the ponytails still, the hat's poking up and looks silly. Yeah. And it's like now he went from like this, you know, fierce fighter to like some little kid they've got to try to control. Yeah. And I was like, Raquel Gonzalez was Raquel Gonzalez on Tuesday. She's Rodriguez on Friday. It's like, okay. Yeah. yeah. That was and, not so bad, but yeah, I guess. Yeah. It. I'm like, I don't understand why. I don't understand why. You know, you change Walter. We I liked Walter. 
Right. You, you can't go Gunther, Walt. That's different. Right. Now we've got with it, you know, Ludwig, like maybe even had a Ludwig in a while. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you've got that, you know, and then they leave the other Imperium member behind. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? And then on, on Raw, Austin Theory just goes, call me Theory. <laughs> you really? Know Is that what we're doing? Okay. Like, you know, it's not, you know, you got to give a guy one name. Point, <sighs> so I guess. Weird. You know, it, it, there's never really an explanation as to why. You're just one name now. Yeah. Don't, for, for those watching or listening to this, don't scroll back on my Twitter because I definitely sent, sent some slightly inebriated, angry tr- uh, tweets on uh, Butch. When I, when I, there was some f bombs. There was some some oh JCs. I was I was Good. I was in a way. And then you, the way they dressed, I'm like, it's a little boy now. Like, what is this? I'm like, uh, why do you have suspenders on? So bad, so bad. Yeah. All right. Um, we we talked about the Cody moment. Um, you, you can give some of your mo- more overall thoughts on WrestleMania. And I wanted to get your thoughts because it seems like moving forward, they're sticking with the two-night format. And I wanted to get your thoughts. Like, you like the two nights, you like the one night, and kind of all that and just how the show was for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, to me, overall, it's one of the better WrestleManias in recent years. Yeah. I thought top to bottom was overall one of the better ones. I mean, the celebrity spots were surprising surprisingly very good like i know logan paul is an athlete but i mean he was damn good it was crazy i couldn't believe how good he was I, 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 i'm 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 watching i think i even put it in our blog i said he's a natural heel like he has just that heel persona already i mean to to pull off the three amigos and then do the dance on the top rope before the frog splash that's not just the skill that's charisma yeah. You know, you know, I, I think people forget Pat McAfee played in the NFL. I mean, to 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 leap to the top rope. I mean, you know, and even the whole uh, jackass crew, that was I mean, when they went to the comedy, they nailed the comedy. That was hilarious. I didn't expect Stone Cold to be taking bumps on concrete. Cause I ain't gonna oh, lie. I know. Wow. Going into the show, I'm like, this is a waste. Why are you gonna have him do the KO show? To... Cause I was like, on the first night, I said, why didn't Bianca and Becky close the night? No, yeah, yeah. Why? Why are we closing with the KO show until I real? Oh, it's gonna be a real match, and not just like a quick little twenty, you know, two minute. I hit him with a stunner. Like they're really taking. You know, they're really having a match. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know? I mean, I thought you know. They're real. I mean, outside of to me, the only one that felt like it was like Bob was the whole New Day, you know, that was clearly rushed. I mean, like, okay, this, you know, that wasn't the original match, you know, so it was clearly like this, like, you know, didn't feel like it was a real thing. And then obviously the the Boogs injury threw off the first match. Right. But I overall, I thought it was a great show. I enjoyed it. You know, I like the two night format. To me, it gives you a chance to highlight a roster that big. To me, it's still crazy that you don't have the IC or U.S. title on the show somewhere. Isn't that wild? Yeah. I was like, you know, you know, but I mean, you know, I was like, you're going you're gonna to put Logan Paul on, but you're not going to have Ricochet or Finn Balor. But it worked. Yeah. I mean, I think if you, you can use, I think you can use, I like that, you know, you had Stand and Deliver, you had NXT. On, I mean, it becomes a great weekend. 
just a great weekend. I, I think overall, I, I like that. I, I, I definitely am a fan of the two night format just because if you go for one night, imagine all the matches get cut. And then also it makes the show, you know, we don't need a five and a half hour WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jason, we, we talked about it when we talked, um, not us, but my, my regular podcast, when we talked about just WrestleMania thoughts and the last one that they had, one night only was the one in New York, New Jersey, where it was uh, Becky, Charlotte, Ronda Rousey as the main event. And, and I'm here East Coast. That match didn't start till like 12, 10 in the morning. It was, it was like, wh- like, what are we? I'm spent. I've been watching five hours of wrestling if you count the pre-show matches. It was like, what? Th- you got to either cut something mm-hmm. or or you know, yeah, the two-night format, I'm like, yeah, maybe that's the way to go. And I think, you know, last year I, I thought was really enjoyable. It, it certainly had its own charm being that it was kind of the first show with the crowd, even if it was a socially distanced crowd. But this one was the – this one had the prestige of WrestleMania for two nights, and it, it completely delivered. And it gives it gives the main event the energy it deserves. I mean, if you've been there five and a half, six hours, oh, you don't yeah. care. You're just like, can we get this over, please? Yeah. <laughs> I'm only here because I bought the ticket. You know, I no can't imagine. No one wants that much. Yeah. That's too yeah. Much. I, I said the two, the, no, the splitting it, the splitting it up, it works. It, I think it works well. Like I said, you have, a, you know, then you can, NXT still gets their time during the day, you know, leading up to it. That show I thought was pretty good, too. So, I mean, it, I thought it, I thought it was a, you know, I, I kind of left that weekend thinking only WWE could put this type of show on. They're yeah, the only yeah. company, you know, I, I know there's a lot of, especially to go to social media, a lot of anti-WWE, AEW is the greatest thing ever to happen. WWE is trash, but no one's doing what they did. No one's giving you a Bianca and Becky match like that. You know, that even fantastic. the... Even the pageantry with the entrances. Well, that's, that's why I thought Becky and Bianca should have been last. I was like, you don't have that entrance middle of the show. <laughs> right. For both yeah. of them. Like, why are, I'm like, why are they coming in now? Yeah. I'm like, you closed the show with that, but hey, clearly Vince knows more than I do because it worked. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. I, I think somebody in a review I read, um, just or maybe just a comment on Twitter, said like, I was thoroughly sports entertained by wrestlemania like I, it was I th- definitely that yeah i thought like that's that's a fine way to put it that's what wrestlemania is it's spectacle it's celebrities it, it's pageantry and they they knocked it out of the park um will you be going you're a southern california guy are you going to the mania in la next year that's the plan i don't know how i'm going to make it happen that's the plan i said who knows if the athletic keeps this up i might have a credential yeah oh yeah you know so, you know, I mean, yeah, I definitely plan to be there. I've never been to a WrestleMania. Okay, so nice. It, I had this weird streak when I covered the Kings that I would always be in town right when WrestleMania was – I'd be leaving as WrestleMania arrived. I think when I was leaving New Orleans, I saw all the signage was already up, and I'm oh, like, wow. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> no. You know, so I, I definitely plan to be there in person. And, you know, and for me – for me – I'm not a little guy. It's always cool to be around guys who make me feel small. Like I found a picture that came up in my memories where I, uh, WWE had Mojo Rawley and Apollo Crews come to a game, Kings game. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. I got a picture with them. And my God, I look like a little kid next to Mojo. Oh, my. Okay. I'm like, I'm taller than Apollo. Yeah. 
but they're just like yoked. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I weigh like 260 and I feel really small right now. <laughs> you know, so but yeah, I, I'm looking forward to, you know, you know, especially if they, if they somehow figure out how to get the rock involved. That's going to be crazy. But even if they yeah. don't, I think right now, Roman is at a point where I, maybe that's Roman and Cody. Maybe that's where you take the belt off of Roman. I don't yeah, know. That, yeah, Jay, that was my next question. You know, we're, we're kind of at this point where I don't see a completely clear answer of like who defeats Roman Reigns. What What are your thoughts? I think it's going to be Cody. Okay. I, that would be my first hunch. I mean, there's a built-in storyline with, you know, Roman having been in NXT and Dusty and... Oh, okay. Yeah. This, this is me thinking, you know, you've got, you know, you can, you, you've got that. And obviously Paul Heyman would, would go way back with Dusty. You've got the whole comeback story. You've got the whole, you were a mid-carter. Now you want to be a main eventer. You know, your bloodline has has a guy who dressed up as gold dust. You don't have what we have. Yeah. And it's to me, it's set, it would set up well from this sense too. He doesn't have, you know, his brothers or whatever and all that to, to go with him against those guys. And I could almost see the obstacles you would put in front of him. You'd have the Usos. You'd probably end up bringing in, you know, Solo from NXT. But you, you, you kind of create this monster of, Sure, sure. After a person he has to go through to finally get to Roman. And like I said, plus because it's, it's the WWE, you know, there may, you know, there's probably some, you know, maybe you dig up some of uh, Dusty's old, the, 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 you know, you know come, come parts from NWA days. Oh, wow. I guess somebody's doing uh, <laughs> some gardening outside all of a sudden. Right. My door. right on. You know, but, uh, you know, maybe that's how you get the theme back. And you get, you know, you get the whole NWA, you know, you know, you get the rotunda, you get, you know, there's, there, there's things you can do, you, you know, to, to, to build this up. So, I mean, maybe it's Cody. I don't, I don't think you, you can't put the belt on the rock. That's the thing. You can't put the belt on him. Yeah. You could, yeah. but you can't. Right. You know, and so it becomes, well, who's out there? I mean, is there, you know, because if he's already beaten Brock, you know, I don't know. You can't really, can you really sell it? If it was a Brock again, you know, maybe, there's someone who comes back they haven't signed yet. I don't know what the other contract situations are with the other guys over at AEW or anywhere else, but, you know, I don't know if there's anybody right now in terms of popularity besides Cody that makes sense. Because, I mean, yeah. you know, is it, I, don't, I don't think it's Seth. I don't think it's Bobby Lashley at this point. I mean... I mean, those those two were in my head that there's paths to get there. Yeah. Drew McIntyre, uh, there's a yeah, that's, path that's one there. we still haven't gotten, but I almost feel like we'll get Drew this year. I think we'll get Drew at SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know. If you, I don't know if you can, if you can get the Drew story all the way back, but right, Drew, Drew also makes sense as the next one for next year too, just because Drew hasn't gotten that big main event, you know. You know, he lost to Lashley at WrestleMania last year. Yeah. So you don't have to run that one back. But, you know, I think, I think, I think Cody, Lashley, I forgot what Drew makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, because part of it is with Roman is that because he's so physically imposing to make it believable, you've got to almost have someone almost as imposing as him. You know, that's why I thought it makes sense to make it a triple threat with, uh, with, with uh, Brian and Edge because, 
you look, you know, no one's buying that Edge is going to come back and beat Roman by himself. But you put him in a triple threat, I don't know. Maybe he pins right. the other guy instead, you know. But yeah, yeah they've, they've built Roman up. I mean, this is just, I think it's been great storytelling that he just kind of just, you know, you line them up, he knocks them all down, and you have to build someone. I think Cody makes sense. Like I said, Drew makes sense. It's got to be someone we haven't seen get pinned in a while. Yeah. For me to make sense. I mean, outside of Lashley last year, I don't know the last time Drew's been pinned. It's, yeah, it's been a minute. Um, you know, he, he seems like it's finally done now with the, the Corbin and Matt. Which I thought they drug out a little way too long for my liking. Yeah. Yeah, they did. You know. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I think those all, they all make sense. And then, you know, there could be a surprise out there. Maybe, maybe we have, we have with like with Kofi Mania where someone else just catches yeah. fire and, you know, there's somebody out there we're not even thinking about. Yeah. And gains traction. But I think as long as you keep, I think you keep the belt on Roman until you get someone who's just so hot, you can't deny it. And I think to me, Cody has the best shot at being that guy. But I'm pretty sure Drew wants to be that guy too, because like you know, he, did. he was the Thunderdome champion. He was the right. pandemic champion. He never got that big moment as the champion. You you know, when he when even the previous WrestleMania, Bobby's the champion at that point. Yeah, that um that Royal Rumble 2020, uh, where Drew won and he had hit eliminated Brock and then won um the whole match and that was i think in like whatever the houston astrodome is i mean yeah. you go back and watch that that's one of my favorite rumbles the crowd is nuts for drew so yeah it's, it's a, such a uh you know the rug got pulled out from under him to have everything got taken away for wrestlemania and having his, his big moment but yeah um yeah maybe he can you know get that back i'd love and and this is uh you know health if things all well, go well um, I'd I'd be all about for Big E to have it back. Um, I would too. I didn't like how they how they booked his championship run at all. It yeah, him and Lashley had some good stuff, but I when he when he won Money in the Bank, I I was hoping he'd take it from Roman. I I was hoping it could be you know a post match match cash in, and then you can do New Day Usos Bloodline like you, you mm. have that whole thing. And they went the other route and, and went with Lashley, which was was fine. Uh, but it didn't it didn't do it, you know, in the long run after that. So, uh, but, you know, his, his like health he was standing. Booked, it didn't feel like he was booked as a real strong champion. Yeah. It, it just didn't feel – it was like, why is he wrestling in the second hour of Raw? It's like, I don't under – you know, it, it just never felt like they were really – you know, he didn't get that signature rivalry, you know. He didn't get that no. – you know, it's kind of like, well, we'll have a rematch with Lashley. Okay, and I think – that's always the danger when you have a money in the bank champion. By default, they're viewed as almost a gimmick. Right. Okay. So if you're going to have someone win money in bank and be the champion, you've got to really have the story as such to where now they're going to show you why they should be the champion. Almost have them just run through three or four feuds to yeah, build yeah. them up. And it never felt like that, you know. But I do think another, I think lastly, it still does make sense too, because he's never really been beaten for his title. Yeah. You know, he he lost it in money in the bank. I mean, on a, on a cash in. Then in this last one, you know, he has the concussion. So he still looks strong. And now they've pretty much turned him into a face. Mm -hmm. So I think that I think those are probably I think that's still out there. 
And health-wise, if Big E gets healthy. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's that's the big part about that. Is, yeah. You know, he, he suffered, um, or I should say he avoided something you know, completely serious of paralysis or anything. So right. you know, hopefully everything you know, works out for the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, one quick one, we're getting close to wrapping things up because um, you and I were about the same age. We both have kids. A lot of times over the last year, we've had the, the pay-per-views or premium live events on Saturdays instead of the traditional Sundays. Mm-hmm. What's your viewpoint on those? Because I'll tell you, man, there, there was um, – uh, maybe the last big AEW pay-per-view was on a Sunday. And like, I don't know maybe what I did Saturday, but comes like Sunday late in the evening. And again, I'm East coast, but I was like, I don't think I'm going to make it. Uh, are you, are you <laughs> Hey, 42 year old Brian, man, I'm, I'm keeping it, keeping it uh, totally legit. What, yeah. What's your thoughts? And maybe it's different for you in West coast. Cause it's, it's earlier. Yeah, but... the, the West coast does make it different. Yeah, that makes you know, sense. It does make it different because I mean it's not midnight for me. Like, right, right. Neither neither WrestleMania was I was I was like, God, this thing is going on forever. Yes. I mean, it started for me at three. So it's perfect for me, you know, having a little time in the day. You know, the kids can watch it, they can get to bed at a re- somewhat decent hour still. Yeah. So, you know, but that's why I do like Saturdays because there is, especially during the school year, as a parent, you're like, the kids can watch the whole show. I have to worry about, you know what? You got to go to bed and go to school in the morning. Yeah. So, I mean, I like it. I mean, I, you know, but I remember also growing up when you would have those random, like, Tuesday night in Texas shows or, yes. you know, where, you know, where it had to be a special reason to be on Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, there's no more Saturday night's main event, but, you know, I th- yeah. so, I mean, I think Saturday night works. You know, and that this, this is crazy to think about. It, that came on like at eleven thirty at night, right? <laughs> right. Which right. obviously never happened. Now with the, you know, it could, but you know, with the, you know, we all know what happened already, right? You know, but yeah, the, the fact that it came on so late and yeah, so I, I, I like, I like Saturday, you know, but I'm also on a dark and watch Saturday, Sunday, anything. But you know, when you got the kids and everything, those Saturdays are perfect because it's like a good fun Saturday for the kids. They can have mm-hmm. fun. They watch wrestling. They go to bed. You know, yeah. I can sit back and open up my Stone Cold, you know, beer. Yeah. You know, and, and and enjoy the show. I saved one of those specifically for uh, the KO show with Stone Cold. I'm like, fun, 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 you know, fun. I'm like, you know, I said I'm, I'm going to do. I said I, I never thought I'd have drink a Stone Cold beer while Stone Cold was on TV. <laughs> so let's go ahead and give this a try. So yeah, I, I, I like I like the Saturdays. To me, they're fun. Makes it it makes it a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, and that was really cool that you got to do that for WrestleMania because that Austin moment was just, you know, what a great send off for him if that really is it, and it, it most likely would be. Yeah, I'm glad um, you got that. You know, where you know where he's not moving with a stiff neck, and we all know it's the last one. This one, this one felt better. It did. It did. Um, you want to do a little quick word association where I, I'll give you a wrestler name and you give me just quick, uh, you know, thought or two on on what your opinion is. Sure. Awesome. All right. Randy Orton. Generational talent. Charlotte. What was a good one? Charlotte. Uh, They'll never let her lose. Oh, that's a good one. Darby Allen. Crash test dummy. Yeah. 
uh, Wardlow. Funny haircut. <laughs> Xavier Woods. <laughs> Underutilized. Alexa Bliss. A lot of fun. Hangman Page. Sobriety. <laughs> Braun Breaker. The Chosen One. Oh, okay. Uh, Jade Cargill. Unlimited potential. Sami Zayn. Underrated. Okay. I also would have accepted versatile. That guy, that guy is like. Yeah, I, I was like, yeah, I was like, there's just to me, Sammy can do so many things. Yeah. If Sammy never wrestled again, he could still be on TV every week. Yeah. I, think, I don't think people understand how hard it is to pull off that match he pulled off with Knoxville. Yes. Oh, yeah. Somebody described it online and I went, oh, yeah, this is this is how this was, was they did the movie Home Alone in a wrestling match. That was that yeah. was Macaulay Culkin doing all the little pranks to the bad guys. And they pulled that off with Knoxville and his crew doing that. The same. And it's hard to do that in wrestling where the wrestler doesn't come out looking like terrible. And it's like, oh, like I think there's people who always said that Bam Bam Bigelow never recovered from having to lose to Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Been, I think on this one, Sami Zayn is going to be just fine. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's amazing because of, yeah, of all that, like you said, um, the, the, all those weird gimmicks of mouse traps and, you know, bowling ball and, and all these weird, th the giant hand, like that has such a potential to be like, what am I watching? Like, what am I really doing with this? But they pulled it off. It was it was hilarious. It was better than I ever imagined that it could have been. Yeah, I think he and Kevin Owens pulled off two of the best performances that weekend because to pull off what Kevin did with Stone Cold. Yeah. You know, clearly no, you know, no one was expecting a match. And to pull that match off the way he did. You know, when they both looked good, uh, to me, it's a big credit to Kevin. You know, I think Sammy had a great weekend. I think those are two guys who I think we're going to we're going to see as a result of WrestleMania become more popular in the mainstream because of what they did. And I, I think we're going to see Sammy Zayn in movies. I mean, there's no way in the, you can't tell me he's <laughs> going to be in some like comic. You no, know, we're going to see Sammy in movies, I think, just because. He pulled that off so, I mean, it was just, uh, he pulled it off so well. I mean, he sold the stuff. He, he has the, he, he knows how to make you laugh as it is. And, you know, so I think between, I think he and Kevin are, you know, are going to be in big winners from WrestleMania. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, those, those completely delivered um, the, the trust that the company must have obviously with, Owens to be with Steve Austin in that mm -hmm. spot and, and Sammy to have this high profile, you know, Hollywood celebrity and Johnny Knoxville and the whole jackass crew. Um, and trust they Sammy not to literally destroy all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I said, you know, you know, he, it, it, to me, yeah, those, yeah, it was, it was good. It was, I really, I really, I really enjoy Sammy Zane, that whole situation. All right. Uh, Jason, thanks so much for, uh, for joining in again. I'm glad we get to do this checkup here. And, and no problem. Uh, we gotta, we gotta, let's not wait another year. 
All right. We'll make yeah. that happen. We'll, we'll check in more periodically. I love that. Um, give out your, your plugs, Twitter, Instagram, and, and your uh, pods, all that stuff, please. Twitter, Mr. Underscore Jason Jones, Instagram, Mr. Jones, LBC. I have links to all the pods and stuff. I do the ruler of the court is the Sacramento Kings. Yes. I'm watching wrestling is the wrestling one with me. Now I, I got to change the name because now it's me and my kid. Yep. You know? And so, but yeah, you find, I put all my stuff on social. So if you follow me on either one, eventually you will see some of that pop up. And then the athletic.com where I write about literally anything now. So you'll never know what I might be writing about, but yeah, it'll be on the athletic. Awesome. All right. Stay well, my friend. Appreciate the time. Enjoy wrestling. Thanks for uh, everybody listening and checking us out on, on YouTube. Again, at that wrestle pod is the socials for all things on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube as well. I'm also at at TWP Brian. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. Thanks for listening. Follow that wrestle pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. One, two, three, that's it.